Hello, all my goddesses, and welcome to the Goddess Aesthetic, all things spiritual woman and real, where I show my rawest and truest form of myself to help you guys fight any traumas that you may have, breach the walls between you and your truest selves, and break out of your social norms. So today is a continuation of yesterday. Yesterday was a daily habits through grief, and today we're going to continue that to the bottom of our list. So I said it in the last podcast that this reaches home for me very deeply. So at the end of the day, I want to help other women that are grieving, any form of grieving. It doesn't just have to be someone passing. It could be someone that they've had to cut out their lives because in the fact that even though that person may have been there for decades on end, that's still grieving. That is still a form of grieving. And I know for me, I didn't handle my grief well the first way around. I just didn't. I didn't know how to. I never actually grieved like that a day in my life. So when it hit me the first time, I went spiraling down. And then I ended up losing someone else in my life. And I, at that moment, I had to sit back and be like, how am I actually supposed to heal from this properly? Because within a year, I lost three people, whether that be due to death or just situations. And, and not just any three people, two of my grandfathers and my best friend. So it definitely left a really big hole in my heart that I needed to figure out how to heal. Not necessarily fill, but actually heal. Like, and at the end of the day, especially when it comes to my grandfathers, I'm still grieving in a way. It's not all the way gone. Grieving, the grieving process doesn't take, it's not like a set amount of time it takes for you to heal from grief. It takes however long you need it to be. And at the end of the day, my grandfathers were there my entire life. So it's going to take a while to finish grieving through that. Um, my ex-best friend, am I still grieving the loss of her? The way I look at it is I am not grieving her as a person. Like I'm not grieving the loss of her as a person. I'm grieving the loss of the spot that she filled in my life. Like a best friend, someone I talked to every day, someone I saw every day, someone that I had my back through a lot of shit and vice versa. Like that position really is hard to fill and when you find someone to fill it as tightly as we did, like you would have thought we were twins. So it's not the fact that I'm grieving the loss of her as a person, because I realize that her as a person, she's just overall really toxic and did not have my best interest at heart. But I'm grieving the loss of someone in that position to me. And I went five years with that. And so to go now without it, it still hurts. It still feels awkward. It still feels like something's not right. I don't have that person behind me. So yesterday we left off with get extra rest and set a regular sleep schedule. I know that may sound damn near impossible, um, especially when you're grieving. It was for me too especially with the fact that I was working a 60 hour job. Um, 
So it didn't really allow me to have a regular sleep schedule because I was working anywhere between 10 to 16 hour shifts and night shifts at that. So my sleep schedule was just all the way fucked up. I got over it at that point. But it's something that you should do, especially if you're grieving. Honestly, if you're grieving, trying to keep a regular sleep schedule is going to help you because whether you believe so or not, your soul and your subconscious processes a lot of things when you're asleep and sleeping not now not oversleeping but healthily resting allows your soul and your subconscious to do a good amount of that healing while you're not even awake it's not a every day gets easier no it never gets easy it's an Every day is another day closer to feeling completely, to feeling healed. So that, that is why like just getting extra rest now, not overdoing it. So you're not hitting a depression, but getting extra rest and setting a regular sleep schedule really is important. Now what's overdoing it in terms of your sleep for me, it was sleeping a whole 16 hours straight and still feeling tired when I woke up just to have to go right back to work. Um, and that's just the honesty of the situation. I don't, I never understood how I could feel like I'm still exhausted after sleeping for 16 hours out of my day, out of 24. So a healthily extra rest moment probably is going to be your regular eight hours and then like two to three one hour naps throughout the day if you can to be able to still get up and do things throughout the day but rest when you need it and not forcing your body to go into oversleep because there's such thing as hyper insomnia and when you go through those oversleep motions you're you're triggering hyper insomnia within you so just be careful with that. Now, moving on to the steps that we're going to do, we're going to talk about today. Um, move your body. You may not feel like you want to. It may hurt physically to actually move. But even if it's just a small walk around the neighborhood where you're actually getting outside, breathing some fresh air, hitting, getting some sunlight is a positive moment because sitting in a stuffy ass house is not going to make you feel any better. So even if it's just for like a five minute, 10 minute max walk out in the neighborhood, do it, come back. Once you start breathing that fresh air every day, you may not feel better emotionally, but you'll feel, start feeling better spiritually and physically. Um, another one that really no one ever does, but you probably should do is talk to your doctor about the fact that you are grieving because then you guys together can make a plan to watch you to make sure that you're still healthy because whether people like to believe it or not grieving takes a toll on your physical health it does because then it takes a toll on your sleep it takes a toll on your eating habits it takes a toll on everything that you do on a regular day basis so in terms it's going to take a toll on your physical health and you need to be careful of that you need to watch out for that like you need to be able to 
go to a professional and say that I'm grieving, I want to make sure I'm still healthy. I want to make sure what I'm doing is still healthy for me. Because you don't know that in the moments of your grief, you could be hurting yourself physically and it's going to show later on. So not many people do this. I know I didn't, I probably should have, but go talk to your doctor. Even if like nowadays you can set up online appointments. I would do that personally. Um, next one. I know this is hard because I have regular depression and this one's a hard for one for me, even past like the grieving is keep structure in your day. Get up, shower, get dressed, even if you aren't going anywhere. I hate doing this regularly, especially if I know if I'm not going anywhere. Why gotta get up, shower, get dressed, all that to know uh, my ass ain't leaving the house. Still do it, especially if you're grieving. It's gonna make you feel better to know that like you were able to get up and get moving at least to some momentum. So that definitely, definitely just, even if you know you don't feel like it, still just do it. Just to be able to tell yourself, hey, I'm doing it. Even if I don't feel like it, it, it makes you feel better inside once you, like, once you know that you're willing to get up and keep moving, even though emotionally you feel just completely and utterly stagnant and numb. Um, eat small meals throughout the day. Even if you don't have an appetite, you still need to eat. You're still a human being. You still need sustenance. So even if you don't feel like it, try to eat something. Even if they're really small ass meals for a day. If in the morning, all you can eat is a bowl of fruit, okay, get ate something. In the afternoon, if you're good with chicken, a little, little piece of chicken and broccoli or a small sandwich, fine, you ate something. At the end of the day, you probably should be eating light when you're grieving because your stomach really is twisted and turned with grief and putting something so heavy on it is not going to make you feel better. I would stay away from all greasy ass foods while you're grieving, especially in the beginning part, because you start feeling sick. I know I did. I legitimately started feeling sick. And next one, set small reachable short-term goals so you don't get overwhelmed. I know that a good majority of people, when they grieve, they dive themselves into work. I know I did. And you set these really big, extravagant, long-term goals, but your grief is overwhelming you to the point where you're not reaching any of them. So then you start trashing on yourself because you're not reaching on any of them. When in reality, you're in the midst of grieving, like grieving. You're not going to get as much done as you'd want to get done. You're just not. So in order to feel accomplished, to keep the morale up, set the small short-term goals for yourself. Make them relatively easy. Make them attainable. And make them attainable within a shorter amount of time so you feel more accomplished when it happens. As you go through the grieving process, you can up the difficulty on the goals. 
especially in the beginning, set them short, attainable, and easy. It allows you to feel some form of accomplishment in yourself, even when you're hurting. And that's a really big part. Next one, make a list of daily activities. It's really easy to forget stuff when you're, when you're grieving. Really easy. It's like having pregnancy brain. You forget everything and you don't know why. Well, at least for this time, you know why. When you're grieving, it's hard to forget. It's not hard. It's easy to forget the small stuff. So just make a list of your daily activities that you know you have to do every single day and make them big and post them somewhere, like on your refrigerator door. Like you're going to read that every day so you can start checking things off. Shit, for me, it's even better to put it on a whiteboard. Take a little marker, check it off every day, wipe, recreate the little boxes and keep checking. Because it makes you have to look at it every day and it reminds you, hey, you need to get this done every day. So create the list. Forces you to have to do it. It reminds you this needs to get done. Next is don't make any major decisions in your life when you're grieving about your job, about where you live, about buying a house, buy a car, whatever major financial or major decision that may change the, like, the course of your life, do not make it in the midst of grieving. No. Because when the grieving, like, when you start, like, reaching out of that grief when you start actually overcoming the grief you'll realize that sometimes you ain't make the best decision you thought you did in the midst of the grief but once you start overcoming the grief you sit back and be like damn why the fuck did I think that what made me make this decision reach like wait until you're over the grief a little bit so then start making the major decisions in your life. But in the midst of grief, one thing that you need consistently is consistency. Straight consistency, healthy consistency. Making major life changes is going to fuck up that consistency. And then it's going to start fucking with you. So yeah, hold off on making all the major choices until you're starting to come, starting to rise over top of that grief. And last on the list is take care of your spiritual needs. Find a creative outlet, meditate, really get back in touch with you. Cause I know in the midst of grief, you feel disconnected to everything. It feels like you are outside of your own body watching you live life but not living it at all. You feel completely and utterly just spiritually, emotionally, mentally cut off from everything and completely numb. Your body feels numb. Your emotions feel numb. You're you like, not sometimes you're crying. 
you like you're breaking down in these breakdowns but you know emotionally you feel completely numb take the time to reconnect with yourself spiritually take the time to take care of your mental health take the time to find an outlet just for you something that you can connect to with no attachment to anyone else. Because in reality, those small things, those small activities that are just for you are what it is what's going to help you pull yourself over the grief. It gives you something to look forward to every day. It gives you something to smile about, even when you don't feel like smiling. It gives you something to just feel proud of knowing that you have that for yourself and spiritually take time to yourself every day like five ten minutes to just meditate and it don't have to be sitting cross and like oh none of that no it don't have to be all that just take time if you want to lay down close your eyes without falling asleep and I know it's hard I know it's hard but if you don't want to sit cross leg, do that. And just release everything. Focus on nothing but yourself then in that moment. So that is the end of our steps to help through grief. I hope over these last two episodes, you guys have learned a lot about the grieving process even if you've never been through it when the time comes that you will have to go through it which knock on wood no time soon you have the steps to properly help you but I love all of you I hope you guys have a blessed day And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Bye.